0: Melissa Grant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. Today, I'm talking about setting a goal weight, getting your thoughts in check around the scale, and I'm going to give you my four tips on taking your power back from the scale. Oh, the scale, how such a little machine can send us into a spiral of emotions and actions. I know I used to step on and say, oh, I should probably take out my contacts. They've got to weigh a couple pounds. Or maybe if I move my scale over here. Nope. Well, what about maybe over here? Does any of that sound familiar to you at all? I've done them all and I've heard them all. And I had to put in some work to get to a place where I could use the scale as just one tool to give me some data. So first, let's talk about setting a goal weight and having or setting a goal weight is perfectly fine, but I've seen people spiral and even give up if it's the only thing that they're focusing on. So most of the time when someone gets started, they have this goal number in mind. Maybe it was a weight they weighed in college or a weight they read somewhere that they should weigh, but they don't even know what they feel like or even look like at that number. If your goal is a weight that you haven't been in years, that number may be different for you now. Your body has gone through some changes. If you've had kids, if you started working out and put on some muscle, or if you haven't been active at all. Also know that your goal weight can change. Maybe you set the goal to lose 30 pounds and you hit 20 and realize you feel great there. Or maybe you hit 30 and realize you want to go a little further and that's all okay And the last thing I'll say about setting a goal weight, if it feels overwhelming, like you have so far to go and it's holding you back from getting started, then I would suggest you start by making a goal of three to five pounds. Then once you get there, see how you feel and make another goal for the next three to five pounds. All right, so now that you've got your goal weight sorted out, I want to give you some realistic expectations on what the process will look like as you're working towards it. And I want you to keep in mind that the weight's never going to come off as quickly as you want it to. And the important thing here is that it's not about how quickly it comes off. It's about consistency and doing weight loss in a way that's sustainable so that when you do reach your goal, you'll be able to keep it off. And we all want instant gratification. We think that because we followed our plan for two days or started drinking more water and getting more sleep, then the scale should obviously be down, but it just doesn't work that way. And knowing what's realistic can help with some of the frustration you might be feeling around the scale. So first, healthy weight loss is half a pound to two pounds a week, any more than that, and You'll probably be starving and miserable and probably doing something that's unsustainable. Also, with rapid weight loss, you risk losing even more muscle, which we definitely don't want to do. The second thing I want you to know is that there will be weeks with no weight loss and there will be weeks with spikes up as well. This is normal. It will be part of the process. Weight loss is never linear. And I want you to really understand this because it's when people think that they've hit a plateau, they give up and a plateau doesn't mean it's not working. Is it frustrating? Sure, but it's part of the process. So you gotta just keep going. And the third thing is that the weight measured on the scale is not just body fat. It's water, body fat, protein, and minerals. So spikes up and down don't necessarily mean you're losing or gaining body fat. And when weight loss is the goal, we want it to be coming from body fat, which brings me to my next point. Weight on the scale changes for so many reasons that are not fat cane. It's highly unlikely that when the scale is up three pounds from yesterday, that it's body fat. You're going to see fluctuations. If you ate more salt than you normally do. Your body's holding on to water, so it might spike up. And if you ate less salt than you normally do, you may see it go down. If you ate more carbs than normal, your body's going to store more water, so you may see it go up. If you ate less carbs than normal, you may see it go down. The weight on the scale might also be up for things like if you haven't gone to the bathroom, if you had a large meal the night before, if you had a hard workout, or if it's that time of the month, So just remember these things if and when you do see the scale tick up. But I know that even knowing these things, seeing the scale stay the same or even go up, you're still like, ah, what the hell? This is where you have to start to get to work on the thoughts that you have around the scale and the number. I'll give you an example of this. The other day, I got a panic scale phone call from one of my ladies. She said, Melissa, I'm doing all the things. I passed on the pizza. I'm drinking the water. The scale hasn't budged at all. What is the point of the work I'm putting in? And then she went straight to, Do you think I should cut out dairy or the Diet Coke? She went spiraling back into diet mentality mode. So I said, Okay, let's take a breath here. So You're saying since you started a little over six weeks ago, the scale hasn't moved. Oh, well, no, I'm down eight pounds from the start, but the scale hasn't budged this week. Ah, okay. Her expectations were off here. I had to give her a little reminder. I said eight pounds in six weeks. That's fantastic. Remember half a pound to two pounds is what we're aiming for. And sometimes there will be no pounds. She said, well, I'm used to seeing bigger drops, like when I did other diets like keto. I said, okay, makes sense. And then I asked her, what also happened when you did keto? Well, I felt terrible and I couldn't sustain it. Okay, okay, she said, I see what you're doing here. I said, you got it. You're doing this differently now. So you won't ever have to lose this weight again. And that's the new thought that she was going to tell herself. So we were able to pull out her thoughts that come up when she steps on the scale. So now she's aware of what to expect. And it's not like these thoughts won't come up again, especially if they've been there a long time. The brain will just go there until you teach it to do something different. So knowing that her brain will go into diet panic mentality mode, she can expect that and then change her thought to something like, yes, this is frustrating as hell, but I'm on the right path. Oh, and by the way, she sent me a text the next day saying, the scale budged. Maybe I just needed to complain about it. And then with a wink emoji said, now I want all the food and booze, which actually is another very common response to the scale going down. You reward yourself with food. This is another thing you have to watch out for and be aware of. If you've taught your brain that when you celebrate, you eat and drink, it's going to want to do exactly that to celebrate the weight going down. I've also had people say that they had a bad week and expect the scale to not have moved or even to go up. Well, they get on the scale and it's down, so then they start to think, "Oh, well, if I had a bad week and the scale still went down, I can just keep doing that." And we know what would happen with that. But my point here is just get aware of the thoughts you have when stepping on the scale and Get aware of the actions that follow. All right, so here are my four tips for using the scale. Number one, choose a cadence for weighing yourself that feels good. Is it once or twice a week? Is it once a month? You'll want to choose the same day of the week and hop on in the morning. Number two, before you weigh in, write down some of your wins from the week. Now, if you need some help picking these out, head back and check out last week's episode. And no matter what the scale says, it can't take away these wins. Number three, know what thoughts you can expect and have a plan on what you're going to say to yourself instead. And number four, most importantly, be kind to yourself. All right. I just want to say before I go here that the scale weight does not define you or your worth. It's just one point of data. It never tells us the whole story. If you can get in the practice of using the scale as data, great. But if you're just not ready for the scale yet, if it's going to ruin your entire day or you feel like it's going to halt your progress, then don't use it for now. The new thoughts and habits that you're creating around food and with yourself are a million times more valuable than a number, and they will lead to weight loss. So your action steps for this week are to put my four tips for using the scale into action. And let me know if this helps you with some of your scale fear and frustration. Head on over to Instagram at melissa.legrant and let me know. I'm here to support you. Thanks again so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week.